Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. downloading the show and giving it a listen. Uh, This is the show where I record conversations with other creative professionals and share them with you. Um, Or in this case, um, somebody else recorded that conversation and shared it with me. It's that time of year. I can feel it in the air. We've got a Christmas miracle on this show. I'm talking about Randall Myers. probably someone even more elusive than Santa Claus. So if you know Randall, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you don't know Randall, well, then this is going to be an introduction. So currently he's a senior manager, brand marketing and uh, digital creative at Cabela's. Um, I knew him from uh, Bailey Lowerman. Before that, he was at uh, Arch Rival. Uh, After that, he was at uh, Nelnet, Nebo. The guy gets around, right? Uh, I wasn't around to actually interview him, but uh, Naveen, and Ryan jumped at the chance to get this uh, elusive professional here. So their recorded conversation in the booth in the back is going to be all new to you as well as me. So hopefully uh, it proves to be entertaining for both of us. Randall, I'm so excited that you're here. Wait, I think that's a cheers. The legend, the Randall. Welcome. Welcome to Old Bastard Martini Club. Lunch. Lunch. The Old Bastard Martini Lunch. lunch. There lunch you club. go. The Lunch Club. I am already wasted. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Naveen's podcast. <laughs> Coming soon from the Old Bastard Martini Lunch Podcast Network. Into a club. It's really exclusive what I have going on. Um, Ryan, you want to tell them what we're drinking? So, we uh, kicking off with Randall. We we went out and scoured the, uh, the liquor stores of Lincoln to find... Uh, Navy Strength Plymouth Gin. Now our <laughs> our listeners with uh with the podcast know that Peter Morris is, and my favorite gin is Plymouth, and we were able to find Navy Strength, which is a lot weaker, so that those in the Navy can. Have. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's 57. percent It's about five to eight uh, percent more alcohol per volume or by volume than regular gin because those Navy guys they got to stay warm in the winter. <laughs> but we are drinking a gimlet with the Navy Strength Plymouth Gin, so Rosa's Lime Juice, uh, Plymouth Gin, shaken uh, because of the citrus, and then poured up, uh, not on the rock, so no ice, with a uh, half, half lime wheel. But uh, why we are drinking Navy Strength Gin is because we've got Randall Myers with us today. Uh, Randall being one of the three, four people in advertising I know of that were in the military. Uh, That's right. Myself, Brandon... Miller, who has been on the podcast, Paul Rankin, and now yourself. Outstanding. But military. That's right. (laughs) So, um, Randall, I've known you forever. Like, I met you when I first moved to Lincoln. Um, And we were partners for how many years? Like, four? Four years. Four years we were partners. Um, I want to know a little bit about your history in the military. So, how did 
what made you decide to um, go into the Navy? And then from there, how the hell did you get into advertising? Right. That's a long story. So political science drove me to the military. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then the military drove me to, I guess, design, actually. So I, uh, I was benefited because I uh, was stationed at Naval Air Station, Whidbey Island attached to a squadron up there, which was which is fantastic. It was a great time um, when when Seattle was really going through a renaissance in terms of art. It was tied really closely to music at the time with, you know, a lot of the Pearl Jam and Nirvana, like that music scene was happening while I happened to be up at, um, serving my time up at, uh, up at Whidbey. So great to be able to put those two things together for me and hadn't really explored that side of the, well, I wasn't aware of that side of the business at the time, but uh, Art Chantry and those guys really opened my eyes to what music and design really looked like and then how that was, you know, Modern Dog and other groups like that, you know, how they commercialized it. So that's probably a bad way to, to talk about Modern Dog and Art Chantry, talking about commercial art, but um, that's really the first, I guess, exposure that I had to design, really. So um, when I left uh, when I left the military, looked for the best design college that I could find, <clears throat> excuse me, Knew that we had to come back to Nebraska, or at least we were looking to come back to Nebraska, the region, and um, ended up in, in Kearney, Nebraska Kearney is where I got my education around visual communication, so. A lot of kids that um, are in the industry get their, their degree from Kearney. It, it has a really great reputation for uh, design, doesn't it? Yeah, I, um, even still, like, I, th I think it's starting to lose, or it might not be losing its I don't know prestige, but uh, I think some of the other schools are are getting better. Whereas 10, 15 years ago, University of Nebraska Kearney was was kind of the powerhouse. But uh, you still see a lot of great students and talent come out of there. But I think you're you're starting to see good talent come from the other colleges in Nebraska as well. So oh, that like what are you talking UNL and um, UNL? You you know. Um, Metro had a really good program, uh, the community college in Omaha, they had a great program. Creative Center continues to struggle, but getting better, I think. Um, I've seen some pretty good students come out of there. And then uh, just the journalism school here at, at uh, the university, it's not technically the, the design side of it, but the, some of the advertising kids you come out that are coming out of there doing really good things. So. Mm -hmm. Um, you were, Randall, you said something about, um, you know, the music that was happening in Seattle at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I cannot imagine you in flannel. <laughs> and that was the thing. Did you wear flannel? Yeah, I wore flannel. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because sing. What, what was that movie? Was it Singles that came out? Yeah, and, it was. Um, yeah, were you in the background? <laughs> were you an extra? <laughs> Oh, yes, it was singles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what? Where was your first job when you moved to Lincoln, or after you graduated? Actually? Yeah, so I had uh, Arch Rival um, was an up-and-coming agency here in, in Lincoln, and had an opportunity to talk to Clint and Charlie um, when I was just coming out of school. Is actually the really the first the first group that I'd interviewed with. Talked to them was really drawn into sort of the model and what they what they stood for and what they wanted to accomplish and. They were pretty. They were they were hungry and and was pretty excited about what they wanted to do. So it was. I mean, it was a small shop, probably five or six folks when when I was onboarded there, and um, I learned a lot fast. You know, I uh, Carney. I think that one of the things that you were talking about, Ryan, that really resonates with me is that I think that you know, if you think about Carney the same way you think about an agency, is that if you don't 
if they're not quick to adapt to the culture and the times, then they'll, they'll slowly pass. Not, I don't want to suggest Carney's been passed by by any stretch of the imagination, but the others have caught up mm-hmm. where they were ahead, right? So the interactive side of things, the digital side of things is where, you know, maybe where the others have shown a lot of strength yeah. and maybe they haven't shown quite as much there. But And that was really one of the things that drove me to our tribal is that, that they were, their foundation was really digital motion print mm-hmm. as well. So it wasn't really bound by the medium it was more you know it was more about the idea which i really which I, was really a point of attraction to me yeah absolutely they do a really really great job of staying on the cutting edge mm-hmm. um and leading the other agencies or not even sometimes i feel like the other agencies in town can't catch up to them because they're so far ahead yeah i think you know what i mean i think that it's really about the idea <clears throat> as opposed to trying to be prescriptive about what they think that the the client or the customer needs it's always in my view and it, when I was there it was always about the idea mm-hmm. and I think that it continues to be that way with the work that I see them do is still really strong it's it's about again it's about the, the big idea and then they just deliver into that visually and in a really compelling way so yeah found a lot of success there and then you moved on to Bailey yeah I've been from Bailey? there yeah I had an opportunity to go in um, Rich Bailey um, talked to me and uh, Carter and a few others there asked me to come over and talk a little bit about what I was doing at, at uh, our travel at the time which you know was was interesting because I, I felt like I had a pretty decent handle on what design looked like inside of the space but didn't really understand what advertising's role was there necessarily right didn't think about it that way so when I sat down with Rich um, in that group it was really about learning more about the, the advertising side of things which again was sort of a foreign concept but felt like you know my and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more, but my career path has really been about education and learning just new facets about the industry and the space. Mm-hmm. So this one really for me was about the advertising side of things and wanted to see if I might be able to bring a little bit of the interactive mindset to what they were doing, you know, on the more traditional side of things at the time. So, so And then Yaya's happened. Yaya's, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's, I think that's for the first time that we sit down. Yes, <laughs> was, uh, so... Um, <laughs> Randall and I were teamed up on Xmark. Okay. And Xmark was a Swanson mm-hmm. yep. client. Yeah, yeah. And then the Swanson had to get rid of it to pick up another client, so they they helped Bailey court that account. Right. Okay. Exactly. So, so they're like, which two creatives should be on this, you know, lawnmower account? <laughs> get the short girl over there and the tall guy. They look like they should work on this. Um, and so that was my, actually, I think Bailey hired me for that account to be the writer on that account because they just won it. They didn't have a writer. Someone left, right? There Sarah was a team. Coker. Sarah Coker yeah. had left and so they needed a copywriter. Um, and then, uh, they set, uh, they set us up and yeah, our first concepting session happened at Yaya's and I was new to Lincoln. I had no idea what was going on what was up and you showed me the ropes yeah what one of the really great one of the at least he broke you in right yeah, I mean you got yeah, yeah. I was like yeah probably, yeah, I the, did. probably in the coffee house you know walking up and just going like this with his hands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do they make cuffs that big I don't know um oh, I've got a story about that oh we can, so have you ever wondered why he just goes like this to order his drink? No. Have you ever asked what he gets in that drink when he just puts his hands up as big as they can be and say, that's the drink I want? No. I asked him one day, I said, Randall, when you just walk up and go, the big one, what what are you getting? And he's like, there's nothing. 
I'm like, wait, what was that? He's like, it's hazelnut latte. I'm like, did you just say hazelnut latte? And he's like, yes, I, I get the hazelnut latte. And I'm like, yeah, I would That's just do this too. <laughs> I must be getting seven shots of espresso. <laughs> Just fill it up with espresso <laughs> dash milk. Yes, no. No. hazelnut latte. <laughs> um, he has a very tender palate. Um, so, so one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about us working together was that you look at a problem from every single angle. And then you come up with this really awesome solution. Like, Randall is one yeah. of the best partners I've ever had and creative person I've ever had. And I'm not saying that because I need a job. Totally not. <laughs> um, but no, but seriously, like, you have this way of approaching a problem, but you're, it's so thoughtful. Like, I don't, I've never, I've only come across like maybe three other people that, that approach a problem that way. Um, what what is it how how do you do it like what is your process do you have a process I don't have a process have I don't have one it just happens <laughs> I, I will say it's magic. not not to continue to stroke Randall's ego because I well, he doesn't need it but you guys Randall is here yeah <laughs> Peter so when when you when you sent me the text and said Randall is here I was like oh man that would be so much funnier if Randall texted that Randall is here and then I would just be like yeah of course Randall would text Randall is here so. yeah. <laughs> but but just to continue to, to stroke Randall's ego here um, the three just over three years that I worked with with him is uh, that's what I was able to take away it was not to your point like the, that he can look at things from multiple perspectives and and come to a solution that way but like working with and for him for that time like just being able to to remove yourself from the scenario and say you are not the audience how does the mm -hmm. audience approach this what right. and and not to look at design as design for design's sake or for designers or for yourself but every design is a problem and you have to solve that problem mm -hmm. and the most efficient and effective way possible so being able to step away and go okay from this perspective from this perspective how how are other people looking at this problem and how do we solve it in the most holistic manner and that's yeah absolutely. i think that's what i took from it the most from from working with you so yeah yeah i learned so much from working with you it was awesome yeah it was good times yeah good times <laughs> it was good times was time, so. you know like working on xmark working on all state mm -hmm. which was an interesting client working on when we did when we would just concept Lincoln Marathon on mm -hmm. our own, you know, and, and just some of that stuff, it was just, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was always about passion, right? Like, I think that you, you sort of take a step back to Ryan's point, think about what that single-minded truth is, like, what's the one thing that you feel like you need to connect to the customer or the audience? Yeah. And then however you deliver that, I mean, that's the, that's the fun of that exploration part of it is how that, <laughs> that's how you get that done, right? So. Yeah. Um, okay, so one thing that I have noticed, which I don't get, is with with art directors, they talk about art direction in, it, everything is always, you know, in an in, in advertising sense. Why is design, why doesn't design think of itself as part of advertising? Like, why, why is there such a, um, a separation? I think that advertising is how you talk about something and design is how it's made, built, you know, or, or, or sort of how you 
perceive it to be, right? I, think, I don't know if I'm saying that the right way or the best way, but de design to me can be a product, a thought or an idea, and really advertising is how you connect that thought or idea or product to a customer or an audience. So to me, I think that they can be separate. When it's best, they're the same, and when it's even greater, it's when you've got a marketing mindset and mentality where those three things can come together, because I think that you serve the customer potentially or your client or whatever that is mm -hmm. really well when you can when you pull all three of those things together. I think when a team is more cohesive, when you have like an actual full team of a copywriter, uh, a designer, and and or um, an art director and a web developer, like or or someone who like, especially if you're working on uh, a website. Like if, if the team is cohesive and you guys talk through it, then you're able to approach the problem from every single angle because everyone's going to have a different um, way of looking at it and different perspective. So I really think, I think we should all work together. That's what it comes down to. I, I really don't think that design should be separate just because I think packaging is a way to speak. Yep. You know, when, when you're walking in, in any grocery store or whatever store, it doesn't matter, you're stopped by a great package because it speaks to you. And then there's a lot of companies that depend on that 95% of the time is how, how their packaging speaks to the consumer as they're walking the floor. Right, like absolutely. Um, I, to the point of the, you know, what's advertising and what's design is, I always say you can have, like look at, look at uh, Nazi propaganda posters. Those were designed very, very well. The messaging was shit, but everybody stopped and noticed because they were designed extremely well. So you can have something that's designed amazing, people will pay attention, either they're gonna grasp onto it or they're gonna disagree with it and they're gonna walk away, they're gonna move away. But if the design and the message marry up, then you can have a, a, a giant movement, followers, people that are gonna spread the message for you and you won't have to do anything else. So it's, it's really is like that, the messaging and the strategy comes from advertising and marketing and people sitting in a room concepting and go, okay, this is the best way to approach this holistically. Now let's bring on the tactical side of it. And if you're, if you're lucky and you have the right team, then you'll have a smart designer who can then also bring um, some creativity and some, some clever um, concepts to the design as well, rather than just putting words on a page. Right. And, and that's when it really starts to sing. It does and does what it's supposed to do. That's when you notice the difference between places. You know, like the work that they um, produce is probably because they put the right teams together and they incorporate the different um, uh, skill sets. So, um, yeah. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks I, for clearing that. I, I will say that there are, there are still some very successful shops that that don't see the value in the two marrying up. And, and so then they do just say, okay, our concept's this headline, and now let's just throw it on a design and call that good. Like that that happens and that, I mean, and I unfortunately deal with, deal with that and see it on a daily and you go, well, we need to find a way to bring that more cohesive. And sometimes you just, you get too busy for it and, and that doesn't happen and that's unfortunate, yeah. but. I think you just produce a better product. I agree. When, er, yeah. when everyone works together, when when the design sensibilities of the designer are incorporated into what you're trying to create, because there is value in that. Um, that's why I, I see it, like to me, I, I see it as part of advertising and marketing as a whole. Um, just every everyone working together for that solution and making it the best that it can be.
You know what I've noticed is he hasn't had to say anything. I know. Because he has trained us. I know. Look at this. <laughs> Just Look at say this. what he's going to say. <laughs> he's just over here shaking his head like, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> that's just really good important. Good job, you guys. I mean, I did More a really said. good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay, so Randall. No, I agree. Here's the thing, right? I really think that the best, you, you talked about the group mentality. I think the best shops understand how to put chemistry together. Right, and I think that's one of the things that you know when, when you and I repaired initially at BL, like that was one of the I thought that was a great move and made a ton of sense. Um, but I, I don't know if you were ever wed to a, a headline any more than I was wed to the photography style or the art direction or anything else, right? right. We, we always felt like, in my view, that we were all equal contributors to the, to, to, to the problem and how we were going to solve the problem. But I wasn't I wasn't affected negatively if you came back and said, Hey, I saw this a little bit different or maybe the execution could be different than the way that you visualized it here, you know, and I think that that's a problem that I see um, with a lot of young talent today is that they're they're really wed to what they've done and they hold on to it to the point that they're not willing to to take opinion and perspective from other people in the same way that I think that that was one of the things that I was really, that I still value from my education is that, you know, they weren't very tender with us. They would, you know, they pull work off the wall and, you know, we were made to understand what it, what it meant, why it was on the floor, whether it stayed on the board or not. Right. And, and we learned from it, you know, so I think that the best creatives really have that vantage where they understand one that, that the work is never finished, right? Like the, the business tells you that it has to be done at some point because you have to bill or whatever that looks like. So someday I think it's difficult to understand that concept that the work can't be, you know, as this finite end to it because you always want to continue to improve. But, um, you know, it's, I think it's just one of those, it's like a challenge there, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just know that I trusted you so much that you just constantly made my headlines better and the work better. And it wasn't just about the headlines, it was just about the work or the idea. Like I would, I know that I would go and ask your opinion about, um, on other projects that I was working on with other people. It just, you're right, it is about chemistry and, and how much respect and, yeah. and um, um, confidence you have in your partner. Right. You know, you just, you need to have respect. Yeah. Uh, I'll jump in real quick. One of the things that I really valued about the time that we spent working together was that, you know, it was it was on Saturdays and Sundays at a coffee shop where we talk about not just the projects that, that you and I had, but what else, you know, what other projects did we have, you know, on the, uh, I guess, on tap at the time and wanted to come, come up with the best idea regardless of if it was ours or theirs, you know yeah. what I mean? So we'd pop in and out of meetings, you know, during the work week and, or we'd meet at the coffee shop you know, after, after hours or whatever to just, in my view, is because I, it was about a passion for creative and a passion for what we were doing. And it was, um, you know, the, the, it was, it was obviously like really an informative <clears throat> part of my, I guess, my career at this point, you know, yeah. I still talk about that with all my junior creatives and everything else. It's like, you've really got to apply yourself. You can't sit back, be passive about it. You, you've got to really be aggressive about it. Um, and, and show that same passion, not just on one side of what you've got in front of you, but across, you know, across the board there too. Yeah, absolutely.
Thank you, Randall Myers. I uh, appreciate you coming down to record the show. Also, thanks to Naveen and Ryan for uh, being around to get it. Again, you know, so elusive. We had to make sure that uh, this wasn't going to be a missed opportunity. Um, if you don't know uh, about Randall, you're going to have to do a little bit of digging because this guy's a, he's a social media hermit. So don't expect to find anything on him uh, in that regard. Uh, you can probably find him on LinkedIn. Um, in fact, I know you can. Here, here he is right here. I'm taking a look. He's uh, wearing a suit. Huh. Not very many people make a suit look bad, but there you go. We've got more with Randall Myers on the next show. But if you like the show, go to iTunes. Uh, There you can rate the show. You can review. You can subscribe. You can listen to back episodes. It's got it all, baby. And if you really like the show, and maybe you've got connections with some uh, fellow from the North Pole with a gin-soaked beard, uh, maybe you can get the show a hookup, you know, pass a bottle to Ryan. Get it down here. I don't care. We'll split it. Hey, you could be invited, too. We'll bring you down here. We'll all share it together. In the meantime, follow the show on Twitter at Bastard Martini or visit the website oldbastardmartinilunch.com. Um, I'll have a picture of Randall up there, but it won't be the one in the suit. Um, Until next time, have another martini. I know I will.